0: Thank you for joining us today for Wandering in the Word, where we read and discuss the upcoming week's lectionary texts at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Wandering in the Word. Thanks for joining us. Uh, today, we are having a look at our scripture text for um, the upcoming Sunday, which is the first Sunday in the season of Lent, March 6th, Wowzers. starting a new purpley yeah. season.
0: Yes, starting with Ash Wednesday this week and heading into what we always start Lent off with, which is <laughs> yes, the, temptation the temptation of Jesus. That's right. So let's let's do that. Let's do it. It's All the right. Gospel of
1: Luke, the fourth chapter. Um, and just to back up a little bit, in the third chapter, Jesus was just baptized. So the Holy Spirit is, you know, a big part of this story as yes. well. Yes. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, one does not live by bread alone. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. Mm. The gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise (laughs) to you, oh Christ. Dun,
1: dun, dun.
0: Yes, that opportune time. Oh, there's a lot going on here. Mm.
1: For sure. I mean, maybe starting with the like, why (laughs) did the Holy Spirit take Jesus out into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil? I mean.
0: Yeah. Mm. Come on, God. And to to fast or to not eat anything. Didn't say he fasted. I don't think he just, yeah, he, just he ate nothing. nothing for, for mm-hmm. those days. And when he was over, it was famished.
1: Yeah. We talk about fasting during Lent, but like, mm-hmm. not to that extent, no. not to go 40 days without, without any food at all. Yeah. Um, so no wonder he was famished. No wonder, you know, that's the first temptation we read about whether or not these were the only three. Yeah. Um, there may have been more during, during the 40 days leading up, but I mean, Yeah aren't You hungry, Jesus. Yeah. Why don't you make yourself some bread?
0: Yeah, have some bread. Um, yeah, and the time of this, the the story that kind of I felt like as we were reading it just now, I was like the, the timing of it is all kind of like fluid, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like he ate nothing at all for those days, and when they were over, he was famished. But then the story can conti- like the devil comes. So, like at some point during those 40 days, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, um, um, you know, when when the devil had finished every test. Mm-hmm. he departed from him until the opportune time and it's like so there was like more that weren't recorded before or after yeah. all during this 40 days like like one a day like I don't know, i've don't. i got a lot more questions now after this <laughs> than when we started but um maybe not the most important but of course the 40 days you know call, you know helps people recall the flood and the will the 40 years in the wilderness and um you know 40 is a nice biblical number
1: yeah
0: um the show show jesus worthiness maybe um in the face of things but i don't know
1: well i mean just to to add to the list of questions don't you wonder like who is this devil character yeah what does he look like what's what's he doing i mean think of the devil You maybe have all kinds of um, images and ideas that pop into your brain, and I'm not so sure that this fits with most of my sort of thoughts about the devil, um, who's being, you know, not necessarily like evil, Mm -hmm. although not good, but like, um, you know, he's kind of just stirring the pot, yeah, offering options, presenting some some options, twisting the truth in Mm -hmm. places, you know, kind
0: of like trying to be like, well, but maybe if you did. You know, just, just worship me, yeah you know, and, and then all of this will be yours. Which is weird to think.
1: Yeah, you know, why that, does the devil think yeah. he has authority?
0: Yeah, is. which kind of seems like a lie or something, anyways. um mm-hmm. But yeah, and I was struck, you know, the, thinking about you know, the devil's doing these things to Jesus here, right? He's mm-hmm. manipulating or stirring the pot mm-hmm. or whatever. But like we know that you know at the end of this story and the that jesus is killed by humans humans do far worse things to jesus than the devil does the devil had his chance tempted him and that's not to say that maybe the devil wasn't doing things behind the scene or whatever i mean that's a whole other conversation but i mean it was a you know those with power and authority Mm -hmm. and um had the opportunity to not kill jesus but rather were felt threatened by him and they nailed him to a cross that that was what humans chose to do to the son of god <laughs> you know like we are capable i think of like what's going on in the world now with ukraine and all these things like mm-hmm. we are capable of so much evil as, as humans like on our own we don't need yeah. help we don't need a devil to make us do we it.
1: don't need a character to come up to us no and start presenting um, options you know, we
0: we're our, our power and greed and all these things um you know, we, <laughs> we we do not need help when it comes to the sin of hurting one another, mm. um, or uh, yeah. So it is kind of, to me, a, a bit of a, an interesting to kind of put those side by side. You know, Pilate and the the leaders of the religion religious synagogues and all that kind of stuff. They had their chance to save Jesus, and they're the ones that and they didn't. Mm-hmm. So, but here we have jesus i mean i think maybe one of the ideas of the story is you know that jesus kept his trust in god and did not waver you know maybe um did what the, the israelites could not do when they were in the wilderness you know mm. they begged for food and complained and they um
1: <laughs> made a golden calf and <clears throat> made a stuff golden like calf. that exactly yeah. Yeah there were a few failures.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, We're thirsty. We want meat. I mean, they kind of complained a lot
1: Mm -hmm. in that,
0: that Exodus story and God Ah, would provide time and again. um...
1: And Jesus just kept trusting, kept going back to that Mm -hmm. connection with, with God and um, can, can quote scripture, come up with a a faithful reply, even when, um, oh, and another thing about this story too, is like, even the devil can quote scripture. Is yeah. that unnerving is at all? Unnerving. I mean, when we hear people mm-hmm. saying things that were like, I, that just does not kind of mm-hmm. ring true to me, but, but they're quoting a Bible verse. So mm-hmm. I guess they're right. Like maybe not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When they kind of take, take scripture and use it for like yeah, to, to claim power or authority or something to
1: justify hate, to
0: justify hate or to, justify like oppressing some other people. I mean, those yeah. are all pretty good telltale signs that we might be twisting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scripture might be twisted in those cases because that is not what, what Jesus came for, you know? Um, yeah, so that, this is an interesting one. I mean, like I said, we get it every year in Lent, the, the temptation mm-hmm. of, of Jesus. And, and one
1: of these Lents, Melissa is going to teach us her song. Yeah, no song about this that I (laughs) never heard until a few minutes ago. She was
2: giving us a preview. Mm -hmm. It's jazzy. It's jazzy,
0: but um, if you know a song, Mm -hmm. put it in the comments or give us find us a YouTube video or something because I'm it.
2: It's got to be out there. You can't just be. Memory. And if we are looking for some special
1: music on Sunday, maybe someone watching will volunteer to do a duet with you. Yeah, that'd be
2: great.
0: That okay. would be great. I hope there's so motion fun. motions with it too.
2: We, we could come up in? with something. I mean, you need to yell. What's better than yelling in a kids song on a Sunday morning? Sure.
0: I don't know. Well, on that fun note, why don't we continue on? Um, Melissa, do you want to read our our New Testament reading?
2: Uh, Yes. We're reading from Romans chapter 10, verses 8b through 13. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says no one who believes in him will be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous with all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God well all right there you go that's all you
1: need to do
0: i guess (laughs) so this is really yeah i I was sharing you know i remember this from when i was in youth group at a a bit more of like an evangelical church and this was like super important like this Mm. this these verses were quoted all the time that if you had not done the sinner's prayer Mm. and you had not professed jesus as your personal lord and savior and asked him into your heart then you were not saved Mm -hmm. end of story And so it's interesting to to hear these words again, and this, uh, what I've come to know and believe now, um, because it's a little little less clear cut, I feel like. Like Mm -hmm. in verse 10, you know, for one believes with the heart and is so justified, and then one confesses with the mouth and is so saved. Um, You know, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The kind of like it's hard not to read that and go, well, that seems kind of like something we have to do. It becomes quite an action.
1: Is that how that, that works righteousness? It sort feels mean? like it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. And it's really interesting because two chapters before this in Romans 8, Paul has this, the beautiful words that I'd love to use at funerals that, you know, nothing in all of creation, depth, no depth, nor height, nor Angels nor demons nor anything in all of creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, unless you don't say the right words. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, ah, wow, which one is it? Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe if we take that whole idea, like that you have to say, you know, do the right things to be saved, and then just read this as something we as baptized people of God do. I wonder what this sounds like to us then. Mm-hmm. What does it mean for us if we're not talking about like our eternal salvation, does it change the meaning of this at all? I don't know. Hmm.
1: Interesting. I just, I, I mean, I, I know maybe the spoken word was viewed slightly differently in the ancient world, but I feel like words can be empty. You know, we have, there's something called lip service. If you're paying lip service, you can confess whatever with your mouth. And then the next minute turn around and act in a completely different way, or, you know, I just, so that's, that's kind of my hesitation with, with saying the right words Mm -hmm. or just confessing with your lips, like, Whoa, why don't you confess with your whole life instead? And, you know, to me that, that carries a lot more power Mm -hmm. and weight. And so, so yeah. So what do we do with these verses? They're, they're kind of challenging. I mean, they sound so nice on the surface and then you think about it and you're like, wait a minute. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Well, we were thinking, you know, and this is nothing against the Roman Catholic church, but we were talking about that story that came out last week about that priest who, yes. um, All of his baptisms were declared were nullified because he used.
2: We, we,
0: instead of, Uh we baptize you in the name of the father, son, and Holy spirit, instead of I, and, and then their theology that the, you know, it's Christ is the one doing the baptizing. So it has to be. I, but yeah, one word.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> one word in it, you know, it changed everything for, from their perspective. And I think for us Lutherans, that feels a little like, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: law. Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like if Martin Luther were alive and heard that news story, he would start getting angsty all over again and yeah. being like, well, what, what about when I was baptized? What if the priest Missed a word yeah. or used the wrong yeah. um, mm-hmm. n- number uh, in pronoun, and what if my baptism is no good because of that? And like, no one told mm. me because I was a baby.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, gosh, well, yeah, let's not trouble people's consciences with that. Like, if if you were baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, like, then we claim for you the promises of baptism, mm. all of them.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, it 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 does become that. That slippery slope of law kind of yes. there pretty quickly. Um, you know, I, I, this also made me think of like I, um, a lot of kind of like soup kitchens and different things, oftentimes won't give folks the food or the meal or the shower or the clothes until they have like at least attended a worship service. Right. Wow. And they've had an altar call, you know. And so um, I know it's not uncommon for folks who um don't have a a house to they just go to those and have to kind of endure that part in order to get the services or things that they need um and the the churches use it as like well look at how many people we've saved this week you know and it's it it becomes yeah very easily a works Mm -hmm. thing and i remember when i was doing youth ministry i remember a kid um we were kind of talking about this and some of the struggles of this and he was like you know so what happens if i Accept Jesus into my heart at youth group. And then I'm driving home and I go, but what about this question? Mm-hmm. And then I die in a car accident. Yeah. He's like, I doubt it. So like I'm, right. I'm taking back my words. Am I still, would I still be saved? Mm-hmm. And it's like, where do we stand on mercy and grace then? You know, like, um, and I think our, our Lutheran tradition our but really, I mean, I think it's Christian tradition is like, you know, God's bigger than, than our yeah. words ultimately, you know, that um, it's not that words aren't important, but Mm. gosh, I hope God is graceful enough to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And God's will to save us is greater than even our will to be like savable, you know? Yeah.
0: That's a good way to put it. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, this is changing the subject a little bit, but what, what do you think verse 12 is doing in the midst of all of this? Cause it's all about, um, what you're saying and, and believing in your heart. And it ends with, you know, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So that all fits. And in verse 12, it says, there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. So I feel like we're kind of adding in a new, a new thread into this uh, yeah. sort of tapestry, um, that, that i mean what that if we say the same words we're in the same same camp
0: yeah Uh, yeah the same lord is lord of all and generous to all who call on him yeah i mean it does kind of it's that theme of like the distinctions of our world kind of Mm -hmm. slip away um you know it's you know it's one of those reasons i think that was as christians you know we really we unify under christ not any other distinction that we have whether that's a flag or a pledge or anything else those are all secondary to our our proclamation that christ is lord of all you know and so the jew and greek and all those others are secondary um i don't know that may not have answered mm-hmm. your question. It just maybe think of it. No, I mean <laughs> I love the idea.
1: I think that's such an important piece of our identity as the body of Christ and and the church in the world that there there is no distinction, despite all of the mm-hmm. distinctions we draw among ourselves. I just thought that was an interesting idea to kind of toss into the hopper with all of these yeah. other other thoughts. So I feel like there's a connection there, and I'm just not quite clear on on what it is. But maybe at the end of the day, like they're all they're all good ideas like doesn't,
0: mm-hmm. doesn't it is all good ideas so
1: Paul, um, he's full of good ideas <laughs>
0: yeah. sometimes he's very confusing though i will say um
1: that's true this is maybe one of the more straightforward readings we've had yes. lately because yeah. we were marching through first corinthians there for a while it was just like Wait, what? yeah
0: homie <laughs> paul was yeah. a little bit all over the place and i i sometimes struggle with some of his logic there but um But I do, I mean, and I think to go back to Lent and, you know, starting Lent off, you know, this idea that we call on the Lord, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that we need, need to be saved that recognition of our repentance and all those things, this, this kind of calls that to mind, you know, that we, we confess and we believe, um, we repent, we call on, on the one who can save us the name of the Lord, um. Those are definitely Latin themes. Yeah, for
1: sure. And maybe to the people listening, like what could be easier? I mean, as far as what to do to be saved, what could be easier than just believing what's right Mm -hmm. in front of you or what you've already experienced? And what could be easier than talking about it?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is true. So, well, I don't know. Melissa, do you got anything else?
2: Nope. I think that's thoroughly do you have any, really song, any songs yeah, for romans song. I I send us out with, with music here mm. <laughs> sure. Not for this one
0: all right well it's worth a try for
1: next week we'd like you to compose an original oh, piece perfect. based perfect. on the new testament writing so you just kind yes. of keep that yeah. in we'll get
0: rita in here too
1: sure. <laughs> yes. teamwork
2: perfect perfect
0: oh boy well that's a, sounds like a lot to yeah, work on for next that. week so um <laughs> Well, this has been great. Uh, Thank you for this conversation and thank you to all of you for joining us today for our um, Wandering in the Word for this coming Sunday, March 6th, 2022. Glad you can be here with us for this time and uh, we will look forward to seeing you in worship or wherever it is you may be. Until we talk again uh, for Melissa and Pastor Brandy and myself, uh, take care everyone and we'll talk to you later. Bye.
2: Bye -bye. Bye-bye.